Perea Najatfar is his name. Process structure property relationships is his game. Find out just why GE Aerospace named the latest kudos collecting luminary to emerge from Incame as its lead additive manufacturing specialist before he even earned his Ph. Dang D. From dust to thrust, this guy's a must. Well, I have a wonderful electronic invention I want you to see. It, it looks something like this. Oh. 1.21 You're listening to the Hashtag Getting Podcast, brought to you by Auburn University's Samuel Ginn College of Engineering. Well, hello and happy 2023, uh, because it probably is by the time you're listening to this, friends. And we know how uh, up-to-date we uh, the best... I'm going to totally start over this time. Hello, loyal listeners to the best podcast in all of higher education. Austin, I didn't care for that little smirk right there. You're just laughing at me for having to start over. Thank you for tuning in to the award-winning Hashtag Getting, brought to you by the Samuel Gay College of Engineering's Office of Communications and Marketing. Believe it or not, I'm a communications and marketing specialist. <laughs> and this is like the 190th one we've done for to. that office. I like to keep it fresh. You know what I mean? I don't rest on my laurels. I come in each time uh, like it's a virgin territory. So can we get you to approach everything else in your life like that like just regular work instead no, of just the podcast no, no. you're just saving that for the yeah. podcast okay yeah i'll I mean, take what it i sounds get. better than i'll it take what i can get at this point that would be austin phillips uh director of the aforementioned office of communications and marketing uh did we say the name of the podcast it's the award-winning hashtag getting but of course you know that because you're tuning into it because you know quality when you hear it we got john sluice over here Sleeves rolled up. <clears throat> DJ Sluice. DJ John Sluice twisting the knobs and hearting the throbs. <laughs> God, I love this job. Yeah, I, uh, know. I don't know how you're still employed either. We, <laughs> we are joined by a very uh, special guest. A uh, One of the, you know, I, I cover a lot of things. I wear a lot I've of heard, hats. I've heard nothing but phenomenal things about today's guest. Oh, indeed. I mean, just every year, every six months or something, hey, there's a new award. Hey, guess who Guess who just changed the game and additive manufacturing qualification and categorization and all these things. Okay, I'm going for it. Now, first, Puria. Is it Puria or Puria? Puria. Puria. Yeah. Okay, see, I think I've been I, saying I get, it correctly. I get a lot of that. So Puria. Different things. Okay, Puria. <laughs> I'm going to go for the middle name, too. Okay. Destrangi? Close, very close. Well, what is it? Dastrangi. Dastrangi. Close enough. Yeah. Nezadfar. Nezadfar. Yes. Nezadfar. 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 Okay, Nez, all three together. Well, do you go by all? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Go. No, I, I actually go with Puria Nezadfar. Oh, Nezadfar. Okay. So, yeah. Puria, Puria Nezadfar. Okay. Puria Nezadfar, a recent PhD grad. Correct. Correct. Uh, with uh, in you know mechanical engineering and kind of one of the the superstars you know I've been covering uh, the incredible work that the National Center for Additive Manufacturing Excellence has been doing low these many years for I think we're five years in six years in now 2017 I think uh, the private public partnership with NASA and Auburn University was uh, formed see now now it's my turn to, to just to sit here awe. and just be in awe uh -huh. of you just spitting yep. game yeah, I'm just spitting you know it. you ain't spitting game you spitting in game, game. <laughs> spitting in, in game nose in hey game. you you do some work I know, in here. I know a little bit about when it. that door is open 
I know. Let the light shine. I mean, I know all kind of words. Boeing, Lockheed. I tell you uh, what, fatigue, Artemis, <laughs> <laughs> Artemis, NASA. I know all kind of like Mrs. terms. Mrs. Wiley. <laughs> I know all kind of things. You are continue. Conti- please continue. I yeah, should, I should have not disrupted. Well, well right. Your well, flow. Well, part of the things I was covering was some of the work that Perio over here was doing. There was also the guy Jonathan. Jonathan, you'd see his face. Jonathan. Oh, he, here yeah, in our team. Came. Or, what yeah. was his name? Jonathan, Jonathan Pegues. Yeah, Pegues. Yeah, he would. You know, he was he was doing a lot of stuff. But yeah. I preferred JJ's brother. Perea. Yeah, <laughs> JJ's okay. brother. I preferred Perea, and uh, apparently also the GE Aviation also preferred a little because not only you, you graduate in August, you win another award, a major one, and then you get hired over here just down the road by one of our uh, great kind of partners and oh, GE man. Aviation, who's doing just phenomenal things. Awesome. Maybe we can call it GE Aerospace from now. They changed you know, the branding. So. Oh, you know what? Yeah, GE Aerospace it was so is what I meant. Good. Hey, they were so good that <laughs> aviation didn't get it done. No, no. Air and space. <laughs> hey, it's like we've been saying. We're putting the space back in aerospace. Yes, exactly right. Okay, <laughs> my what, bad. What, what I love about... Um, GE Aviation. Aerospace. And I'll, uh, GE Aerospace. aerospace now. Thank you for correcting <laughs> um, th- That's the first time I'd ever heard of additive manufacturing. I know 3D printing and 3D printing little plastic trinkets and toys and things sure. like that. But one of, I would say, our, uh, our forefathers here in the College of um, Engineering on Additive Manufacturing, manufacturing um, Tony Overfelt. Mm. Uh, that worked here at the college. Tony O did a presentation uh, for development to get the, the get our development team on. We've got to get our alumni invested in this because this is the future. And then he pulled out all these slides and all this, and he starts telling us about how GE Aerospace Aviation at the time um, had the plant here in Auburn, and they were building the jet fuel nozzles uh, through this process. And I got to tell you. Again, this I was early here. I'm sitting here thinking, okay, they are taking powder metal, making this into jet <laughs> nozzles, and we're flying planes with this. Yeah, I, I don't know if I'm I'm on board with that. And lo and behold, again, Jetsons type mm. stuff. Here we are. This is the future, and I mean, and GE is leading the way. Uh, in, in this area, and so, that's the face, of and it. that's the face of it, right, right here in the room. Well, so, <laughs> so, so we're going to get the Perea yeah, story. Yeah. Okay. Where are you from originally? I'm from Iran. Uh, I came to U.S. 2017 for my Ph.D. Joined Dr. Nimo Shams's group at National Center for Additive Manufacturing. Uh, although back then it wasn't National Center for Additive Manufacturing when I joined. Yeah. So I'm, oh, I'm from oh. Iran, Tehran. Where did you do your undergrad and your uh, Yeah, a little bit about my background. I did my undergrad and my master in material science engineering uh, in uh, Spahn University of Technology for my undergrad and my master in Tehran University, two of top universities back back in Iran. And um, mostly I, I was focused on mechanical properties, mechanical behavior of materials. And I'm actually... Uh, kind of metallurgist by gene. Uh, my my father and my grandfather, uh, they they were um, Ironman blacksmith, and uh, I actually grew in sandcast uh, field, kind of playing with the sands when I was a kid. So I I, I really liked about uh, metallurgy and material science. So that that was I think the reason that I tried to go to that field. What what attracted you to Auburn? 
Uh, how, how, did you, how did Auburn get yeah, on your radar? Connection there? After my master, actually, I worked in a company which was a manufacturing company, Valve Manufacturing Company, and uh, it was a really good experience. Um, uh, but then I kind of felt that uh, I'd like to finish, and I, I felt that I need to continue my education, and I, I need to explore more for uh, more opportunities. So um, I felt, why not? Um, let's let's try and um, go for uh, U.S. So I started looking for different fields of studies, different strand, interests that I had, uh, mostly related to mechanical uh, behavior of materials. That's why it leads me to go to mechanical engineering, uh, although my background was material science engineering. And so I was looking, and, and the process for us was, um, uh, for, for anyone that wants to apply, is looking for different universities, different uh, groups. And, and I was lucky enough to um, get connected with Dr. Shamsi, and um, he, he actually uh, accepted my background and my resume. So um, we, we talked, and uh, back then, um, when I searched Auburn, I, I saw that additive manufacturing is is a highlight in, in Auburn, especially. And I think um, that, that was the reason. And to be honest, uh, many people told me that, how do you know about this t- new topic? How do you know that even in five years or 10 years is gonna be successful or not? So it's kind of like, like a risk that you wanna take. And uh, so when I saw that Auburn um, is, is highlighted with that additive manufacturing, and during the research, we saw a lot of cool researchers about additive so that that was really uh exciting to me and that was something that i i was happy that um i'm I'm going to uh this field and so a little bit of history actually first i was going to mississippi estate because dr shamsi was there Mm -hmm. but then Uh. then he moved to auburn and i was lucky to uh join him here at auburn yeah hallelujah yeah i'm glad we, we we got him we we get a lot of people out of mississippi well i want to know uh did you pay him to say that about looking all the stuff up about additive and seeing how highlighted it was yeah yeah, okay i figured you did did. no i mean that's the reputation that uh you know dr shop well hey it's it's the marketing works right the marketing works anybody out there listening yeah anybody outside the marketing works. he was blazing trails (laughs) and the flames could be seen all the way from iran of course you iranian boys stick together and everything i mean how did you connect (laughs) how did you connect with him Honestly, I just sent an email and you you know, in, so introduced you just, myself you're, you're just with, looking my, around. with my CV. And, really? Uh, okay. Well, that was it. That, that was the start of it, yeah. Well, what a beautiful story. And also, I think back then, uh, GE was uh, at Auburn as well. So um, I think one of the things yeah. that was really highlighted for Alabama was uh, additive manufacturing coming to Alabama. And um, that was a big news. And still, I think it's, it's really exciting. That's why... I actually yeah. um, stayed in Auburn. So, well, yeah. Well, so so talk about that. I guess you know you. I mean, uh, do we have? I mean, I, I don't think have there been any in came alums who have gone to GE. Uh, you know, directly afterward. I, I don't think there have been. I could be wrong. Maybe there are. Tell I don't, me, I'm wrong. I don't think so. I think I think I'm the I'm the first one that uh, actually after and came joined GE. Yeah. Aerospace. So beginning of the pipeline. Right? Sure. Yeah. Well, and it, it just seemed, you know, uh, you know, Nemo was was, I think, very, you know, a lot of times, you know, professors and everything, they they kind of judge themselves by the papers and all the topics and the citations and everything. But when you're putting out folks like this 
who were in high demand with the leaders in the industry who just, of course, happened to be right down the road. I mean, that's a trophy in your case right there. Yeah, well, so and he, he likes bragging on I've folks. always said the biggest barometer of our success is the success of our alumni. Amen. That's it. Amen. Well, so talk about getting in, you know, to in came on the ground level there. You, you, you won a bunch of awards. I mean, am I wrong? I mean, I, am I misremembering here? He's, I, I wanted him to say, uh, yes, it's a ton of awards. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so when was the first one? How'd you know? Oh. When, when, when were you first getting like, you know, I might be pretty good at this stuff? Uh, I think the first one was uh, a poster competition at Mechanical Engineering Department that I attended, and I got the first uh, best poster presentation. So that was the first poster award boy, huh? uh, started there, uh, I think 2017. And um, then I tried to keep up with the others. So <laughs> um, it came a few more. <laughs> I don't remember exactly the numbers, but <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to keep up. Well, your your latest talk talk about the latest because it's i mean it's technically i guess you were it was awarded after you'd already graduated right but it was still for a student presentation or some for, not a presentation but yeah as a student though right so lately i got um two other awards um first one was uh, SAE uh, Fuchs Henry award uh, that is for fatigue and fracture um concepts and uh, that Dr. Shamsi uh, nominated me for that and um, that was when I was a student, still a student, doing my PhD. And the latest is um, Early Career Award uh, that is for Fatigue and Fracture Material Structure, uh, FFMEMS, if I'm not mistaken, the name of the journal, uh, is one of the publications that we had there. And they started this um, award this year, and I'm, I'm honored to receive the first award from them. And um, so that that is the latest award that I received. What uh, what what does it mean to you personally to know that your work's being recognized by subject matter experts, by your peers, that they're recognizing the the good, the great work that y'all are doing? Well, so I'm so delighted that see that um, what we actually planted now we are harvesting during uh, these years and uh, hard work and hard work pays off. So basically when I see that uh, something that we worked on and uh, now it is interesting to the field and people are looking at it and it's still applicable and um, maybe opens other doors for future researchers uh, that really excite me. And, um, you know, I, I feel really good about it that I had an influence in this field or in, in this world, let's say. <laughs> and uh, and I hope that is a good influence. And uh, so it really motivates me to move forward in this path and uh, really uh, helps me to be positive and uh, work work hard and try to come up with other ideas and um, collaborate and actually not putting all the eggs in one basket because that really goes back to the publications that we had. And uh, one thing that I really liked all the time was not just publishing in one journal. And uh, I would say that this is the result of it because um, I, I really diversified uh, what I published in different journals. And uh, this one was lucky to be in that journal. They initiated this award and uh, our work uh, from NCAME was highlighted and they selected that. I mean, early career, 
award. I mean, the career is only. I mean, how that's pretty dang early. I mean, right, am I right? I mean, <laughs> I mean, how long you been out? Like a few months, or do you get an early career? I mean, they don't usually. Usually, it's like a few years into things. Am I right? I mean, maybe I don't know how it works. Yeah, I started my work uh, mid May. I still was a student, but I started my work then. It was challenging though, and um, yeah, it's been several months, like seven months. So, so the subject, I guess, with you know, within uh, additive manufacturing and trying to, uh, what's the word, characterize and everything. Your, your, what is, what is the the main your main focus or what what was it? I guess because yeah. there's a lot of different dimensions, I guess, to the work that's going on over there. I mean, are we talking? You know, I think you said what fatigue. Mm-hmm. That's a word again that I know. Yeah, there are a lot of buzzwords that I want to say now. Please, please. (laughs) So basically, uh, when I started in Dr. Shams's group, uh, because of my background, uh, material science, I was more focused in in the micro scale and um, more related to the microstructure of the additively manufactured parts and different materials, in fact. And um, I I tried to tailor the material, uh, uh, the microstructure behavior of the materials to their mechanical uh, properties. And and he always joked uh, with me that you finally picked the right way to come to mechanical engineering because it was a macro scale. I was always looking to the micro scale. And uh, it was a little bit challenging for me to correlate the microstructure, micro scale to the fatigue performance of the material. And uh, so main focus of my research was investigating the process structure property relationships of additively manufactured materials. And um, I was lucky enough to work with several materials, uh, several uh, additive manufacturing processes, and uh, a lot of great people that I collaborated. Uh, so that was that was awesome experience for me. Property structure principles, right? Or pr- process is structure, property performance. Well, PSP. Yes, PSP. That's the thing. They call that Austin. I didn't know if you knew that or not. I wanted to it's let you PlayStation know. PlayStation Portable. P- yes, P- it's PSP. Well, so what are we doing at GE right now? Well, uh, so like you said, GE is a pioneer in um, fabricating actual parts that they are sitting in jet engines. And um, Field Nozzle is really famous um, back then and now even. This is actually the ultimate goal of additive manufacturing. We do a lot of research, a lot of fundamentals that we dig into. And uh, the goal is to eventually we successfully fa- fabricate a part that is being uh, used in a real application. And there are a lot of challenges with additive manufacturing and seeing a company uh, like GE putting the work in and uh, making these parts that actually they're uh, in the field, it's pretty amazing. We actually say that we turn the dust to thrust. So, <laughs> yes. <laughs> dust to so thrust. That's perfect. Oh, that's so, so good. Uh, yeah, it's pretty amazing. Um, Getting a t-shirt. I'm yeah. going to start well, wearing it around. And again, the circle, we, we are... I would say the international capital, international of additive manufacturing research at this point. Yeah, probably so. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. But again, we're working on upper stage of the rocket. You know, we're working on, um, and we got Bart Pro Rock doing X-rays to to look at you know the integrity of these parts, and then we have a company like GE down the street that our graduates are going to. It's full circle. You know, we, we, we talk about it in general terms, but some of the challenges that you said are in additive manufacturing uh, related to the micro 
structure, you know, issues, I guess, that come up. So so why is that specific, um, you know, research, I guess, important or, you know, in, in the grand scheme of things? Like what what are some of these, these challenges and how did your work or does your work, I guess, relate to, you know, overcoming them? Well, uh, that's a really good question, and uh, I'd like to. That was pretty. Did you hear that? (laughs) That was. I I surprised myself. Are great. Yeah. (laughs) So there was a question in there. (laughs) (laughs) You son of a. So one thing that I want to mention is that it it really depends on the application, Uh, and and I'm talking about structural integrity because we've we've been working in in the aerospace uh, applications, and and structural integrity is very important uh, there are other applications with additive manufacturing where you you we have porous materials we have lattice structures uh, so it, it really depends on what application we are talking about but in terms of um, aerospace industry it is really important to have a uh, high dense materials maybe I, I cannot say no structural integrity issues which is it's it's not possible to say as of now uh, but the structural integrity is really important to have a part that it's reliable and um, if it is being employed in applications that are fatigue critical um, and they are going through like cyclic loading and there are micro cracks or uh, microstructural uh, issues that that may cause catastrophe especially if you're flying with that <laughs> yeah yeah you want that plane uh free of microstructure defects well, definitely and, and that's what they're doing dust to thrust, thrust baby dust, dust to thrust. thrust yeah that is so good uh going forward the uh, uh is it was it gratifying i guess to you know a lot of people obviously they they come here they they thrust off to other parts of the country the world and obviously you just get to you get to live in the same I'm assuming you're living in the same place you just get to you know drive a little further down the road every day I mean was that how was that I mean was that a blessing was that I mean where are we going here I don't know what I'm saying well you know that, what I'm saying yeah that that was a blessing to <laughs> to join such a company and um so at some point I felt that for my research, I, I need to also see these parts. I need to see the real application of these, uh, what we're working on. So that's why I, I, I was looking forward more to go to industry. Besides, I was also considering um, academia. And um, I, I had a couple of options, but GE was really something that I wanted to go for. And I was lucky that GE was in Auburn because uh, uh, we loved Auburn, my wife and I. Uh, when when we moved here, it was kind of a shock for us because like we we came a, from a really large city, crowded city, and then here it was uh, more relaxed and calm. And uh, over time, um, the community of Auburn and people and um, the opportunities such as these large companies here uh, really didn't let us to go some, somewhere else. And so that, that's why we, we stayed in Auburn. And um, it's a lovely city, a lovely community, and um, I would say a lovely company I'm yeah. working for. Uh, every, I think everybody should get out and get that that private sector, real-world experience. Sure. Uh, it really puts things in perspective. And then just the knowledge you're able to gain. And if you ever do want to come back to academia, you know, it just is more uh, ammunition in the arsenal. So, so you have uh, someone out there who's – looking to get into additive manufacturing. Um, what would you say to, see, this is Austin's question usually, but what would you say to them? Take it, take it away for me. 
What would you say to them? <laughs> in, in terms of what uh, should I you know, say what, to what, them? What, what Auburn? What, yeah. Auburn what, could what's, bring. what's your selling point on yeah. why? Selling point. That's the word. On why this was such a great decision for you to come here to study and to earn your PhD. So I really encourage them if if they want to uh, pick uh, a place that has a lot of opportunities uh, for them to go for. Um, Auburn is is the place and. Um, there are many resources. Uh, we can start from Auburn University, of course. Uh, a lot of great faculties working in uh, me- mechanical engineering department. I-, I go for it because it's my department. So, and uh, but honestly, the whole university and um, back into National Center for Additive Manufacturing Excellence, and came is um, such a great opportunity for uh, whoever is passionate about research. Uh, which I was one of them. So um, I can really encourage people that if they are really passionate about the research, that's a great option. That's a great opportunity for them. And then um, a a lot of great industries um, in line with additive manufacturing, let's say GE or Aerospace, a pioneer that uh, fabricated the parts, um, making um, one part instead of a 20 uh, assembly pieces. So I, I would really encourage people who are passionate about research to come to auburn and we have we have something for auburn right auburn does the research right that's yeah. it oh yeah priya can't thank you enough for joining us taking a little bit of time away from the future building you're doing over there down the road and uh, congrats on all the success and for graduating i mean in came i mean name over there i mean he's, he's gonna make you do the work and you apparently put it in it pays off so thanks a ton yeah War thank, War thank you so much for having me War Eagle. You're listening to the Hashtag Getting Podcast, brought to you by Auburn University's Samuel Ginn College of Engineering.